Hey guys, it's me, Ethan. Welcome back to Ethan's Health Podcast. I hope your day is going well, and I know it's been a while since the last episode, so let's just jump right in. Uh, today's topic is a lot lighter than last week's, and I think it can be a pretty uh, interesting one to go over. Uh, today we're going to talk about the pros and the cons of social media. Now, I kind of want to do this in a different way than we normally do. Um... Among other sources, one of the big ones that I use for this episode is ProCon.org. It's a a sort of branch of Britannica. Um, And so I think that a lot of the information that we can gather here is probably pretty well-researched and truthful. And I've gone into some of the other links and read up more about some of the studies. Um, And as with a lot of things, especially with social media, a lot of the benefits also have drawbacks, also have other things that may not be so good that um, come from the same uh, idea. Um, and I know it sounds a little bit confusing to explain, but once we like start going, it'll make a lot more sense. Um, so first thing that's listed here that I wanted to talk about is um, the speed that information and news can be shared at has uh, like exploded the it's increased exponentially since social media and the internet have started, uh, becoming like widespread. Um, I think it's great. People can learn about things that happened like an hour before on the opposite side of the globe and people can, are, it can lead people to be more educated about things when they can read up on it on the internet instead of going and getting, books and um just happening to hear about them um and there are lots of people who get their news from twitter and facebook um and they can understand things that may they may not have been able to understand without social media uh but the like immediate drawback to this is the sort of rate that lies and things that aren't true can be shared um and like people can do it very easily both knowingly and unknowingly people can um like share or retweet articles or headlines that are just like factually incorrect um and their friends and their followers can all see this and it's dangerous when someone has a platform like social media for them to be sharing something um so uh, blatantly false, it can be harmful. Um, according to uh, the pros and cons website, it says um, 64% of people who are spreading, um, 64% of people who use Twitter for news say that they have encountered something that they later discovered wasn't true. And 16% of Twitter news users say they have retweeted or posted something that was um, false. And um, it's very dangerous uh, and you have to research the things that you see and that you post on there. Um, The next thing, in my opinion, is probably one of the biggest benefits to social media. Um, And the main reason it was invented and has the power that it does is the interconnectedness of all of it. You can, you can talk and communicate and see people and family who might live thousands of miles away but you can, yeah, you keep up on like how their kids are or, or what's going on in their life or whatever. Um, it's, it's very useful 
and especially now during this time of quarantine and COVID, it's really great to see people that you can't normally see through pictures and stories and posts that they make on social media. Um, but it also um, can uh, has other effects on your mental health. Um, uh, University of Pittsburgh study found that social media was significantly associated with um, increased depression in adults between 19 and 32. Um, and researchers there have also found that um, when we get our phone notifications from Instagram or Facebook, it um, when it dings our phone, it um, causes inattention and hyperactivity like in the general population people are much more hyper because of the amount that their their phone is going off and the the people that they might not have normally been able to talk to they um they are getting notifications left and right and it's increasing um hyperactivity and along with the mental health aspect there's also a big um uh debate about social media in teens about um, it causing depression and suicide rates being increased in social media has become more readily available um, and other, other mental health issues that come along with seeking other people's approval um, in likes and comments on posts and everything. Um, and so there's, there's the ability to be able to talk to people um, that you wouldn't normally be able to talk to and that might affect you in one way but there's also all these other things that um have a pretty direct correlation with social media um and then there's also uh the, there's a political change aspect it's easier for ideas to gain traction and people to to become uh to believe things and um they can become like large and when people are sharing and retweeting and everything, uh, this can be a great thing. Like, um, in the case of the black lives matter movement with information about George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and, and all these, um, cases and examples of police brutality and people are now wanting to seek change, uh, because they can access news and information and, um, donation links and all this stuff through social media. I think it's great, but it can also work the other way around. Um, there are plenty of organizations as like news, quote unquote, news organizations and other places, um, on the internet that are manipulative and, um, people are being fed hateful messages and campaigns by these people and starting to believe them. Um, and like crazy things like um, QAnon and other groups that are kind of like that, that um, uh, they can, they have a much easier platform for political, uh, for their political agenda through Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat and all these, all these social media um, platforms. And um, the last thing I want to bring up sort of goes along with all the hateful messages um, is it, social media is great for planning events, parties and weddings and birthdays and all this stuff. You can plan and RSVP and announce and all this stuff over social media. You never have to like send a letter or anything. You can just um, put it out on social media and people can RSVP and it's great. But 
that also means it, that there are some things that can be organized that aren't so great. Some uh, violent things, people people being hateful, um, like terrorist groups or um, like hate groups and all this stuff. It's much easier for them to communicate and find a platform and be even introduced to ideas like like these terrorist um, organizations. Uh, it's far easier for for those also to have a platform and to be able to plan things that are awful, like horrible things, um, without ever having to like even leave their house. They can and they can do horrible things on the internet. There, so there's a lot of. Um, their social media also brings um, events that wouldn't be as good as birthdays and weddings. Um, and overall, I think social media can be a great thing if it's used and monitored properly, like not even only by yourself, but other people um, monitoring certain aspects of social media, being able to self-monitor um, is really important. Uh, but I think I want you guys to let me know what you think. Um, I just wanted to kind of give some information uh, to you guys. Wh why some things may seem bad can also be like a good thing and vice versa. Um, especially with something as complex as social media. I think it's an, a very interesting topic. Uh, thank you for joining me for another episode of Ethan's Health Podcast. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye.